You're listening to Legal Talk Network. Hello and welcome to another edition of Special Reports on Legal Talk Network. This is Lawrence Coletti and I'm the host for today's show, which is being recorded at the American Bar Association's mid-year meeting in San Diego, California. We're here to cover this event for you, our listeners. And joining me now, I have the speakers from a panel event called Eliminating Silos, a holistic approach to improving diversity in the legal profession. Did I get that title right? You did. All right. Now, I also know that it's sponsored by the Young Lawyers Division. Is that also true? Yes, that is. Fantastic. So you can already hear the panel a little bit. I have uh, three guests with me today. To start to my left, I have Robert. And uh, next to him, I have Jen. And next to her, I have Carlos. But before we get started on your panel, I want to learn a little bit more about you. Where do you work and what do you do? Let's start. Uh, let's start with Carlos this time. Okay, my name is Carlos Rodriguez Vidal, and I am a commercial litigator in San Juan, Puerto Rico, in the law firm of Goldman Antonetti Cordova. I have worked there for 33 years, and I'm its managing member and chair of the litigation trial practice. Uh, in the ABA, currently, I am the chair of the Center for Racial and Ethnic Diversity, which is an umbrella organization that includes the Hispanic Commission, the Pipeline Council, the Council on Racial and Ethnic Justice, and the Commission on Racial and Ethnic Diversity in the Profession. Wow, that's a lot of titles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> awesome. Uh, that's excellent. That's excellent. So let me, uh, let's go to Jin. Uh, tell us about yourself. Sure. Thank you, Lawrence. I'm NAPABA president, which stands for the National Asian Pacific American Bar Association. We represent the interests of approximately 50,000 Asian Pacific Americans in the U.S., We have 75 affiliates at the national, state, and local levels. In my other day and night job, I'm managing assistant general counsel of Verizon, a Fortune 15 company. I'm based in Basking Ridge, New Jersey. Excellent. And Robert? Yeah, I'm Robert Maldonado. I'm a partner of an intellectual property boutique firm in New York City, Cooper & Dunham. I've been there for 23 years. Uh, My practice is exclusively intellectual property law, uh, primarily uh, intellectual property litigation. Uh, I also serve presently as national president of the Hispanic National Bar Association. And um, I also serve on the ABA's uh, Commission on Hispanic Legal Rights and Responsibilities. And I'm glad to be here in sunny San Diego. Well, thank you for joining us. And thank you for coming to uh, ABA Midyear. So back to Eliminating Silos, a holistic approach to improving diversity in the legal profession. I found the title pretty interesting. So silos and holistic were the two words that jumped out at me. But I'm looking for a volunteer to kind of give us the general explanation as to what you guys were talking about. From the ABA perspective, there have been several efforts to make diversity and inclusion an important issue within the ABA. One of the the three main goals of the ABA is, or four main goals of the ABA, is goal three. And goal three relates to improving diversity uh, in the administration of justice and in the judicial system. There are several organizations, as I mentioned, that relate to racial and ethnic diversity, but it is a broader concept in the ABA currently because uh, sexual orientation and gender identity is also a part of it. Uh, Disability rights is also a part of it. The Commission on Women are also a part of it. Uh, And sometimes there is a perception that these uh, entities work uh, separately from each other. Outside the ABA, we have national bars of color 
the Hispanic National Bar Association, which Robert currently presides over, uh, the National Native American Bar Association, which is currently uh, recently presided by Mary Smith, uh, the National Asian Pacific American Bar Association, which is presided by Jin next to me, and uh, the National LGBT Bar Association. So we had a panel which had representation from those entities, uh, the, the National Bars of Color. We also had representation from the National Bar Association, which is the national entity for African-American attorneys. Uh, so there was an interest in ha having an opportunity of all uh, the bars of color, the national bars of color, speak uh, to the Young Lawyers Division about how we can collaborate, how we have collaborated, and how we can do it better in the future to make sure that the ABA is a leader in proposing that diversity and inclusion be prevalent in the legal profession and in society at large. Okay, and so some of these ideas for uh, collaboration uh, that were discussed, what were they? So the, um, the bars of color collaborate on a number of things throughout the course of the year. Uh, one of them is uh, something we call CBAC, the Coalition of Bar Associations of Color. And this is a advocacy day in Washington, D.C. The bars of color come together in Washington, D.C., and we advocate on Capitol Hill for issues that are of importance to all of our respective organizations. And we agree on a set of resolutions that we present to the lawmakers um, on the issues that are important to our respective memberships. So that's one of the important things that we do collaboratively as, uh, as organizations. Another program that we work on together is the Collaborative Bar Leadership Academy in conjunction with the ABA. And this will be the fourth year that we'll be holding the CBLA. It'll be in Denver, June 26th through the 28th. And we work together throughout the year to be able to put together programs in a multi-day conference setting for um, bar leaders in each of our respective organizations. So I'm hearing uh, resolutions and, uh, and programs, and I, now I'm assuming all this is turning into to action, and, and you're meeting with the Young Lawyers Division and coming up with some ideas, and, and the Young Lawyers Division obviously are, are relatively young attorneys new to the profession, and so some of the things that you're talking to them about, that they, the knowledge they take back with them to their firms or small practices, what were some of the ideas uh, specifically towards action to make sure that people are being included? One of the ways in which we communicate uh participation in these if efforts is to make sure that the young lawyers understand that their involvement in their communities, their involvement in the profession extends beyond the 9 to 5 work or 9 to 7 work, uh, however it may be. And there are ways in which they can contribute to the advancement of the profession and to their own professional development by becoming active in, in issues that are raised at some of the organizations that we work on. And many of these organizations have initiatives not only in terms of substantive law, but also in involvement in matters that are of current interest. Uh, stand your ground laws, immigration laws, uh, matters regarding discrimination uh, or bullying of certain groups. Uh, so it's, it's a wide variety of things that we need to encourage young lawyers to get involved with. Yeah, Carlos is exactly right, and it's a point that was also raised by Darcy Chemnitz, the uh, executive director of the National LGBT Bar, and that as lawyers, our, you know, our responsibilities extend beyond our, our normal workday and our responsibilities to our clients and our jobs, that we have a broader responsibility, especially as lawyers of color 
who are successful in our careers and who are leaders uh, nationally of our of our not only of our lawyer members but also of our communities. And so um, we we shared our information, we provided our perspectives, and encouraged the young lawyers to become involved, to get engaged early in their careers because it's going to help them to be successful. And to uh, follow up on that. We wanted to reiterate the message that we're much more powerful together, united on these issues, and that we should um, be allies in this fight uh, so that we can really create substantive, lasting change together. Well, I have one more question for you. Now, our, our audience is primarily attorneys uh, that listen to us on our network. And it, it sounds like I know that you've been talking with the Young Lawyers Division, but it's not just young lawyers out there practicing law. There's a, a whole bunch of uh, different ages practicing law. So if there was something that your organization needed or some type of volunteer or some type of resource, this is a platform. Uh, what, what would your organization need? Uh, let's start with Carlos. Well, one of the things that we need to understand is that this promotion of more diversity and inclusion in all segments of the legal profession is not just driven out of self-interest uh, from the individual groups that we may come from. It's something that will benefit society at large and our broader profession, the law firms, the judiciary, the administration of justice. So we need to get more people involved, not just from the standpoint of being Hispanic or being of a particular gender identity or being Asian Pacific, but everybody can actually benefit and participate in these efforts to make sure that they understand that it benefits them, even if they want to look at it from a self-interest point, that if you are a part of the broader population, whether you are uh, Caucasian or whether you are a male, or these things actually enhance your ability to practice law and enhance the administration of justice. So that message has to go out to everyone so that they understand that these things actually can benefit them if they're going to look at it from their self-interest, apart from the contribution that we may make to society in general. So Carlos is uh, calling for volunteers to benefit others and in turn benefit themselves. <laughs> How about you, Jen? I think one specific way that volunteers uh, in all our organizations can help is to um, become a, a mentor and a sponsor um, for our young lawyers and to make sure that we're really reaching back to be able to help advance all of our members. As Carlos said, we're looking to improve society as a whole. Uh, it, this is not out of self-interest. This is so that everyone who is American in America is fully enveloped and included in our society to continue to make it the rich country that it is. Jen is uh, calling for Americans to be sponsors and mentors. And, and uh, how about you, Robert? So, I mean, our, our population is more diverse today than it's ever been. And it's really essential for the legal system to reflect that diversity. And for, and for, the, and for all the attorneys in the country to realize that how important that is, how important it is to a sense of justice. Um, it's important on our benches, on our federal bench, that we have diverse judges so that when our people go into courtrooms, they see people who look like them. And so diversity is important for everyone. You don't just have to be a diverse attorney. It's important for non-diverse attorneys as well. And my message to the non-diverse attorneys is do more than just talk the talk, but actually commit yourself to diversity and furthering the cause. Well, that, that looks like a great place to leave it, but I want to thank you guys for coming by and chatting with us about this. And so if our listeners would like to reach out to you to uh, perhaps provide some of these things that uh, you call that for, how can they reach you? Let's start back up with Robert. So I'm the president of the HMBA, and, and you can reach me by email at president at hmba.com. Okay. Jen? 
I can be reached at jhuang at napaba.org, so J-H-W-A-N-G at napaba.org. I also have a Twitter handle. It's the real Jin Huang, and I'd be happy to connect any new members uh, with our 35 uh, substantive law committees, our affinity networks, and to help people get more involved. Excellent. And Carlos? And at the ABA, the, the Office of Diversity and Inclusion has a page within the AmericanBar.org page of the broader ABA. And in addition, we have the Center for Racial and Ethnic Diversity, the Diversity Centers page within the ABA as well. So AmericanBar.org, and then you can go into the specific pages. Great, great. This has been another edition of Special Reports. I'm Lawrence Coletti. Until next time, thank you for listening. Hi, you guys. That was excellent. The views expressed by the participants of this program are their own and do not represent the views of, nor are they endorsed by, Legal Talk Network, its officers, directors, employees, agents, representatives, shareholders, and subsidiaries. None of the content should be considered legal advice. As always, consult a lawyer. Thank you.